Welcome to today's edition of the College Experts Talk podcast, the resource for parents and students navigating the college planning process. Felicia Gopal, founder of collegefundingresource.com and creator of the College Decision Navigator System, talks with world-class college planning experts who openly and honestly share the triumphs and challenges families face every day in helping their children get into and pay for the colleges of their choice. We want you to feel like you're sitting down with our experts and getting their best ideas without paying their considerable consulting fees. So sit back and relax as Felicia interviews others about the issues and concerns of selecting colleges, competing for a coveted place in a class, and ultimately paying for the colleges that admit your kids. Good evening. It's Felicia Gopal here at the College Expert Talk podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us and welcome you to tonight's call. Tonight we're going to be kicking off a new chapter in our commitment to bringing relevant information to today's parents of college-bound students. I have with me today an alumni recruiter for an Ivy League college. Even if you don't have your sight set on attending an Ivy League college, the information she'll be sharing with you tonight will be important to you if your child will be going on any college interviews. We at College Funding Resource believe that college planning information is often scattered and you have to find it, process it, and apply it to your situation. It's our fundamental belief that learning more about college planning in advance can save parents and students time, money, and frustration. And this podcast series is designed to introduce you to world-class college planning experts. If your child will be interviewing with a college in the future, you will receive some valuable insights tonight, and we hope to help relieve some of the reservations you may have and empower you to go out and have a great interview. My special guest tonight is Jacqueline Wisner. Jacqueline Wisner is a resident of Inglewood, New Jersey. She currently works as a mortgage consultant, and more importantly, she volunteers as an alumni recruiter at her alma mater, Brown University. Previously, Ms. Weisner worked as an education consultant marketing educational tests and assessments to school districts in New York and New Jersey. Ms. Weisner's avocation is fostering awareness of personal financial management skills, and she continues her community service work as a community chairperson for the Inglewood Rotary and a board member of Human Services Advisory Council of Bergen County, New Jersey. So with me today, I'd like you to join me in welcoming Jacqueline Wisner. Jackie, it's my pleasure to welcome you to this call. Hello. How are you today? Doing just great and glad to be on the call with you. Great. So I'm really looking very much forward to this phone call. Certainly one of the things that is true for a lot of our kids is they do have to go out and participate in interviews with potential colleges. So I want to start first with how did you decide to volunteer your time in interviewing prospective students for Brown? I had a great experience at Brown and have always wanted to support students understanding what's available there and hopefully having the good experience that I did. And so I thought one way of doing that would be to participate as an alumni recruiter and be able to speak to students who may not have been able to visit the campus for an interview or just wanted to have more information about the school. Perfect. So what's the big difference between alumni volunteer like yourself and the admission counselors? The admission counselors get paid 
That's the basic difference. <laughs> okay. But let me be more specific, actually. As an alumni recruiter, it really helps the admission counselor get more information about a student. We are the face of the university that's out in the public, and so the information we can give an admission counselor can just give them that sort of extra insight that can help them in making their decision. And how does the alumni interviewing program benefit Brown applicants or any applicants who are going through the interviewing process, not just at Brown, but really at all the colleges across the United States? Well, I think one of the biggest advantages, and I tell all students to really set up those appointments with alumni recruiters when they have an opportunity, because it gives them a chance to ask questions that they may not feel comfortable asking of an admissions counselor. That process tends to be very formal, whereas when you're talking to an alumni recruiter, you can ask specific questions, and an alumni recruiter is also free to share much more information about the school than you may have from an admissions counselor. So it's a much more free-flowing interchange between the student and the volunteer alumni recruiter. So do you have expectations when students interview with you? Not really. It's really about what the student's needs are, what their interests are. One thing that we do not do as alumni recruiters is talk about what a student's scores are or why they would apply to other schools, for instance, and not just our school. We don't want to sway them in that way. But what we do hope is that the student will be comfortable enough to really share who they are. Our goal is to find out those extra points about a student. For instance, they may have worked on a project in school that they didn't mention in their application or didn't mention to the admissions counselor, but it's interesting. It shows a certain mindset of being creative and innovative. And so we're in a position to talk about that, learn about it, and then share it with the admissions board, and that could make the difference in how that student's perceived. Well, when I think about getting prepared for an interview, and I think about it more in terms of my preparation if I was going out for a job, for instance, you know, I would typically research the schools, I would research a company, I would know something about the company, what's important to them. Is that part of what you might expect a student to have undergone before they sit down and talk with you? Well, absolutely. We want to know that a student is interested in the school for what the school offers, not because the school has a particular name. The questions I may ask would be related to specifics about their interest in the school. So they would have had to have done some research, gotten some insight into what's available at the school. One terrible example, I had a student saying that they wanted to be an art major. Well, Brown doesn't offer majors in art, so why would you be going to Brown for something like that? And it just indicated to me that they didn't have a real knowledge of what the school was about. So a student should have done some homework, should know why they want to go to that particular school, and be clear about what's available there. 
So that's all part of the preparation process in your mind is being clear about what it is that they're looking for, clear about what it is that Brown offers, as well as clear about what they might have to bring to the table at Brown that they might not have included in their formal application. Absolutely. And of course, that goes for any school that they're interviewing with. They need to know what is at that school, what majors are possible, and be specific about why they want to go to that school, why they were interested in it in the first place. Absolutely. And one of the things that I would add to what you shared is schools want to see that also in regards to the whole college planning piece or the college funding piece, which is also one of the things that I talk a lot about. So let's just talk about what's the process. So if somebody was interested in an interview with an alumni recruiter at Brown, what is your process? They would first let the admissions office know that they would like to have an alumni recruiter interview. And at that point, the admissions office contacts local interviewers to see who would be available to meet with that student. Actually, we're assigned students, a certain number of students, that we will then contact. We reach out to the student, and we arrange for a meeting, generally in a public place, like a diner or a library or maybe in a business office. And then once that's scheduled, the recruiter and student will get together and have a cup of coffee and just talk about the things that I had already mentioned. We're trying to assess their level of interest in the school. We want to know what they've done in their own experience, and we explain to them that this is an opportunity for them to really share who they are, share what's special about them, make their case why they would be an excellent addition to the campus, These are all things that we discuss at length, and usually the meeting would be anywhere from a half hour to an hour and sometimes longer. I mean, some students have a lot that they want to talk about and share, so they do, and we allow that if they want to give us much more information. What else is involved in the alumni recruiting process? It's not about what your grades are, what your scores are, although students love to share that information because they're generally proud of it. And they make it clear that their interest is in the school and what they want to do. We can ask questions like, what made you decide to apply to Brown? Or how would Brown meet your needs as a student? Again, giving us a little more insight into how much they know about the school. And then, of course, asking them, what more would you like to know about the school? And that's when our own enthusiasm comes through. Because, like I said, I had a great experience. I love going there, and I just think it's a wonderful educational opportunity. And so students also get another impression of the school or more insight about the school. It's a real give-and-take chance for the recruiter as well as the student to share information. What happens after the give-and-take between you and an interested student? After I have that interview... I prepare a fact sheet, which is a form we're all given. It's a contact form, and I put down my impression of the student, high points, what we discussed, reasons why I think this student would be a wonderful addition to the campus, or frankly, there are sometimes when a student just really doesn't seem like a great match, and 
I'm honest, and I will put that down as well and explain why. But when my form goes back to the admission board, they will review this along with the formal application, along with teachers' recommendations, along with scores and grades, and along with their own impressions if they also had an interview with the students. All of that is looked at and the decisions are made. And I caution students to keep in mind that a campus, a school, is going to want to know how are you going to enhance this environment? What can you add to this student population? Because quite frankly, the Ivy League schools, that's where the majority of valedictorians and salutatorians apply, the high-ranking students. And so you have a mass of applications of highly qualified students. So what makes you stand out? And students have to think about marketing themselves in that way, creating their brand, which is a popular term these days, but it has a lot of application in this particular area because you do need to show your value as an individual and how you will enhance the campus. After the admissions group meets, and they take into consideration all of those things I mentioned before, the application, the grades, the scores, the interview, comments, et cetera. The decisions are made and sent out to the students as well as to the alumni interviewer. And I tell students, and we are encouraged to tell students that throughout this process, if you have further questions, feel free to call me. I'll be happy to answer them, or if I don't have an answer, I'll find out for you and get it back to you. Once the decisions are made, we are notified about who among our interviewees has been accepted or not, and then we contact them again to just let them know, congratulations, uh, wishing you the best, anything else I can help you with or you'd like to know, or we're sorry to hear that it didn't work out this time. However, you're a terrific candidate, and we're sure you're going to find the right school for you and ascertain whether you want to be included on a wait list, if that's an option that's possible. So there really is quite a process to the whole thing. Is there any particular weight that your recommendation has in the whole process? It sounds like there's all of the formal documents that they had, any interviews that they had with the campus itself, as well as the recommendations that they have from their teachers. I'm just kind of wondering, is there any particular weight, and is there a reason why a student might choose to participate or not choose to participate. At Brown, do they have the option of not participating with the alumni recruiters? Oh, absolutely. A student has that choice, and I believe it's really at any school. They can call and have an appointment arranged or a name given to them that they can contact or ask to have contact them, or they don't have to. It's really up to them. And it's interesting. Some years I have a lot of students who want to have alumni recruiters, and other years I don't. And I think it may have something to do with their own high schools, where the high school is either aware of this opportunity and encouraging it or, or not. But more specifically, to answer your question, there's not a direct or a formalized weight for instance, we're equal to 10% of the evaluation. There's nothing like that in place. But it's all 
factored in together. I mean, there have frankly been people that I didn't think would be a great addition to the campus for one reason or another, and they got accepted. And it's an algorithm that only the admissions office fully understands how all these pieces are put together to determine what's best. And it may have come down to an alumni recruiter's comments is why a student got accepted, or it may come down to the student happens to play the trombone and we needed another trombone player in the band. But that's why you take advantage of all of these options in terms of exposing who you are and how broad your value can be to the campus, because you don't know what it is that's going to ultimately make the decision for your acceptance. Especially when you're considering that your competition is pretty stiff. I mean, you've got valedictorians and salutatorians and, you know, top 10% candidates across the nation who are applying to schools that have got a few seats by comparison. Would it be fair to say that one should not look upon the admission process in terms of a yes or a no like it says something about you other than it could just be that they were looking for something other than what you had to offer and there was another person who was equally as qualified that they offered the seat to. Yeah, I think that's really what happens. It is a delicate evaluation. I mean, just as an example, between valedictorians, salutatorians, the top 5% of any class at a college is equal to about 60%. So when you say stiff competition, (laughs) we're dealing with the best of the best. I just interviewed a young woman a few weeks ago because our cutoff was January 15th. And so I had interviewed her. She is in a high school, a public high school, so we're not talking about a kid that's you know, in a private school or has some exceptional educational opportunity. She's in a public high school, but it happens to be a really good public high school. But she is an equestrian champion. She sails. She plays tennis. She's on her journalism committee in her school. She's created a video blog for her school. She's studied abroad in the summer. She speaks four languages. And she has a lovely personality. I mean, this is tough competition. And I wouldn't want any student to feel that you've got to be quite as exceptional as this in order to be considered, because it's not true at all. But that's the caliber that you're up against. And so I couldn't overemphasize the value of taking advantage of every opportunity to share who you are and what's special about you to the admissions committee. You know, one of the final things that I'd like to have you just kind of touch on in the time that we still have left is are there common mistakes that you've seen potential candidates for admission at Brown participate in or do or whatever the right word is for that? Students, they're young people, and we understand that. They don't have the sophistication of a seasoned interviewer. But there are some key things that they should know and, frankly, remember for the rest of their lives, and that is do your homework. Be prepared. And it doesn't hurt to practice what you're going to say. 
because I see so many students from some of the best high schools in the area, and these kids, some of them blow me away with how prepared they are. Now, if you are in competition with someone who has really prepared themselves and you haven't, it is so obvious when you go for your interview. And it's something that detracts from your presentation that didn't have to. You know, it's the simple thing to do. Be prepared. Know about the school. Know about the type of major that you're thinking of going for. Have some answers to anticipated questions. Be prepared with those answers and practice them in a way that you can give them very smoothly and comfortably without getting overly nervous and forgetting your points. So preparation, preparation, preparation. I had a student one time, and I said to her, so what is it that you found at Brown that is of interest to you? She had gone for a weekend visit to the school. And her response to me was, they have great parties. And I thought, wow, (laughs) this is your response to an alumni recruiter that you're sharing as a way of showing your interest in why you should be at the school. And I really felt kind of bad for her because someone should have said something to her, explained to her that, Enjoying the parties at a school really isn't reason to be admitted there. And so I said to her, actually, that you don't want to share that kind of information, and I hope you do enjoy the parties. I know I did, but that's not the focus of this particular meeting, and you don't want to present yourself that way. Again, preparation, preparation, preparation. Well, preparation seems to be the focus in not just when you're trying to get into college, but it's really kind of a life lesson to take with you through your life. Certainly, we all know that interviews that we were better prepared for, we had the best chance of landing, and those that we did not later on in life as we're applying for jobs, we didn't get. And so I completely concur that preparation and learning that trait at the young age will be beneficial to every student that practices it. So I just want to kind of follow up and ask you one final question before I ask you if you have any final thoughts, which is, what do you most enjoy about participating in the alumni interviewing program at Brown? Well, it's really exciting to me talking to these young people. They are so creative and so advanced in terms of their understanding of science and technology, their ideas and what they want to do with their lives. And it's a very stimulating interaction for me to see where these young people are going, what they're thinking. And it's also very encouraging to me because we often hear how this generation isn't quite what we had hoped. They're not focused on important issues. And I have to say, for the students I meet, it's just not true. They are a terrific group of young people with such varied interests, poise, and ready to do their thing in the world. And so I'm just very happy about what I see and where it's going for the future. All right. So do you have any final thoughts, Jacqueline? 
again, I would just like to say to everyone, take advantage of those alumni interview opportunities. It's just a great way to once again get your name in front of the school representative and share important points about you. And it also says, I'm really interested in this school. And that's important because those admissions officers are human and they want to know that you want to be there. And so this is a great sign when you take advantage of that opportunity that says for you, yeah, I really want to be at this school. To learn more about the college planning process, I invite you to visit our website at collegefundingresource.com. I also encourage my listeners to keep coming back to listen to more of our upcoming podcasts. At College Funding Resource, you will be able to listen for free to guests like Jacqueline who have valuable information to share. Jacqueline, I'd like to thank you for joining me tonight and telling us about interviewing with an alumni recruiter. And i also like to thank all of my listeners tonight, and I hope that you will join us again for the next installment of College Expert Talk podcast. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the College Experts Talk podcast. We hope you will join us again for our next podcast where we will continue to legally share college insider information with parents and students from the insiders themselves. For more information and to instantly download your free copy of the College Funding Resources Report titled Five Strategies That Parents Need to Start Using Today to Cut Their College Costs Tomorrow, visit www.collegefundingresource.com. That's www.collegefundingresource.com. This is Mike Elmore for the College Experts Talk Podcast.